Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 100 of the Post Game Pints podcast with myself, Mitch Gallo, and Sean Campbell. If you're watching this on YouTube, you could see Sean Starr in the bottom right corner. We'll tell you why in just a second. But, Sean, it is for us, episode number 100 on the Post Game Pints podcast. And I thought just a good time to thank everybody who stuck with us, right? You think about when we started this thing, life yep. was normal. We went through the pandemic. Uh, we created the beer, a crazy playoff run by the Canadians last year, a miserable start to, to this season, coaching changes galore. Just we, We've done a lot in 100 episodes, and uh, I just thought we could think back to, uh, to all the times we had and thank the people for uh, sticking with us through all of it. Yeah, I know that uh, it's it's been a blast and we've done different things and different ideas and we love getting the comments from everybody that uh, love what what we do and what we plan on doing and, and the ideas between Mitch and I and now Sean are going to keep growing, including Dave. Of course, we got to give him a shout out. I remember that first meeting that we had sitting around with the concept of this. And I know that Mitch will be uh, celebrating in just a couple of days. I know from when this is recorded, but uh, uh, we'll be celebrating certain birthdays. But I think we should celebrate 100 episodes, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of reasons uh, to celebrate. And uh, thank you again to uh, LaBrosse Brewery, Cunningham's Pub, and also now officially uh, betonline.ag, which uh, we have a very special episode number 100, and we welcome in Sean Starr. What's going on, buddy? What a two, baby. Uh, <laughs> awesome to be here. And first off, I mean, obviously, congrats on hitting the uh, centennial mark on post-game pints. That's a lot of pints, boys. Mm. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> let me see those guts. Let me see those fat bellies 100 pints <laughs> deep here, boys. <laughs> oh, that's why Sean Campbell's wearing a hockey jersey right now. Yeah, yeah going yeah, old yeah. school. Look at this. Two hundred million reasons to cheer right there in that Packers mm. mug. Let me tell you, whether that's two hundred million, <laughs> it ain't that far off. But yeah, awesome. Congrats, guys. It's uh, awesome to be here. Looking forward to uh, what we have in store. Lots of exciting things uh, on deck, no doubt. Yeah. So, so where are you with uh, in the car with Star? Because I know that uh, you can't be too far off from a hundred. I have no idea. Dave, Dave, Dave is I, like, I see some, you know, Dave has gone through a, a personal milestone. And um, so I've, I've kind of been on my own a little bit. He's kind of like my parents when I moved out, they're like, okay, here you go. This is how you do it. Here's a cooler full of stuff. And off I went, uh, you know, and uh, so as a direct result, prior to that, I used to see these numbers attached to the post that Dave, like, so I would do the content, I would ship it off to Dave, they would, you know, make it all nice and pretty and everything. And then we would post it online. And I would always see a number that I'm like, man, this guy's really hardcore. He's really counting these episodes. And uh, I would lose track all the time. And then I think we hit a milestone, Dave. And and I, I don't know. Like, we didn't mark the occasion by giving away Bitcoin or anything. You know, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> right. Well, I think you ever, I, uh, if you ever decide to give away Bitcoin, uh, hit me up. I'll be uh, <laughs> uh, on the, the receiving end of that. For uh, sure. So, uh, you know, we love what you do, Star. Now it's great that we could welcome you aboard and do something, uh, have a collaboration here. Uh, which brings us to uh, what this will kind of morph into part of both our uh, podcast radio networks. Uh, we are going to have the Three Horsemen uh, side podcast uh, brought to you by betonline.ag. Horsemen will be the promo code for a 100% uh, percent match uh, by betonline.ag. And Sean, I know that uh, you are familiar with the lines and the numbers. 
so uh, you're going to kind of be the bridge between Camel and I to figure out how all this stuff works. Yeah, it'll be fun filtering it all out um, and trying to uh, find some profits, hopefully. Uh, finding some dogs, you know, as, as uh, a few people uh, like to remind me, uh, anybody with half a brain cell can pick a favorite. You know, nobody's a hero when, uh, you know, you pick a 21-point favorite to win a to win a ball game. Like, yay, go team. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to, uh, you know, try to find uh, some interesting gems. And like I mentioned earlier, we have some uh, fun little hidden nuggets uh, that will uh, allow you to discover in the not-too-distant future. I just Once want to get the uh, promo the... code will be horseman. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah. yeah, I just want to know which horseman I am. Am I, if there's no. the three horsemen, am I one, two, or three? I am not caboose. Shotgun, not caboose. Mm. Oh, right. see, I thought you were going in a different direction. I was going to say I'm yeah. Rick Flair. <laughs> like, I guess I'll, I'm the tallest guy here. That should stand for something. Yeah. <laughs> so we should, and, I, and also and the, I am the shortest guy here. Yeah. So we'll go to Sean Sandwich. I'll take three. You could take one. Gallo, say, let's, sandwich, let's sandwich Gallo. He looks fine. <laughs> Yeah. Hey now. <laughs> Look at him. He's got that stash. He looks like he's into that sort of thing. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, our first uh, prop bet that we're actually going to look at, guys. All right. For this special 100 episode. And, Star, I know you've seen some of the silly stuff that Campbell and I have done in the past. The rooster suit bet. The Thomas Buchanan's bet. Campbell seems to be on the losing end of a lot of these things. So uh, we welcome you to be part of this one. This will be the Ben Sherratt draft so at random we will be given our order of draft mm -hmm. and then we will select where we think ben Sherratt is going to go now we have 15 uh, slots here so five picks each i realize that the bottom of the list it's very unlikely he goes to any of those spots we'll do those quickly but the top yeah. eight will kind of try to sift through the information and see where the most likely landing spot will be according to us all this, uh, all this is available again at betonline.ag. You can place a wager on where Ben Sherratt will be traded to. So, Dave, hello. Hello. How's it going, guys? Uh, we are doing well because we are episode 100 and we got a party in a couple days. We want you, though, to give us our draft order at random. All right, here we go. Number one, let me just... Did you really uh, randomize this? You I did, out? I did. Yeah. I have a little uh, things. Number one is Gallo. All right, You're suspect. Say the leaves, Gallo. Say the leaves, Gallo. Yeah. Let's go. Number two, number two is Campbell. Oh yeah, and just to okay. show that I had a, a third, here is a star. I guess right I'm here. getting sandwiched. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's the order. There, there you go. Now that's the official <laughs> order. All right, All right. so I will first. Is. Followed by Campbell, followed by Star. We are not doing this uh, snake. We'll go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, till we get to uh, 15 uh, picks. Uh, guys, uh, the favorite um, at betonline.ag uh, right now is actually the uh, Dallas Stars. Uh, uh, Sean, you mentioned uh, Toronto. I believe Toronto is a uh, plus 1,000. Yes, they are. Uh, for uh, the bench rot draft. Guys, I'm going to go with uh, neither of those picks. Mm, All right. Yeah. Go so ahead. I'll go a bit off the board with the odds, Sean. Like you said, no one wants to uh, be a hero taking the favorite. Uh, so I will, with the first selection, go with the team I think is the best fit for Ben Sherratt, where he can thrive the most, which system, which team I think allows him to play his game and give him a really good chance to win the Stanley Cup. So with the first pick, I am going to go with the St. Louis Blues. I will see the uh, St. Louis Blues trade for Ben Sherratt. 
I think uh, they have the assets that they can surrender to the Canadians in a potential trade. I look at the left side of the ice uh, with St. Louis. I see Nico Mikola, uh, Tori Krug, and Jake Wallman. Jake Wallman, uh, pretty much a career minor league player. Uh, he's played about 30 games uh, for St. Louis this season. That's the left side on the, I think they can upgrade there with Sherratt. I think Sherratt does some of the things that uh, Joel Edmondson did for uh, the Blues when they eventually won the Stanley Cup. I know they're slightly different, but I think he can replace that physicality. And just the way the Blues want to play playoff hockey, I see, like, in, and you know, sometimes you have a trade and you try to envision the player and picture them in that jersey. I don't know why, but I can really see Ben Sherratt with the Blues. So Sherratt to the Blues with the number one pick. Uh, I think you got some good value there at at, yeah. at plus seven fifty. I'm I'm kind of shocked it is at seven fifty. Um, I think it's something that uh, I was thinking about if I had the first overall pick with the Blues. And there's that connection; those two teams, Canadians and Blues, have been connected. So I'm uh, I, I like your pick there, Sean. Were you would would have you thought Blues or no? You got number three. Oh, so. it, it... Yeah, I know. That's why I was waiting for you to see if you're going to give me any clues of what you were doing because I'm trying mm. to plot my strategy. But okay. um, had I been lucky enough, had this draft mm. uh, not been rigged, I would have uh, gone <laughs> with the St. Louis Blues with the first overall pick. Just um, I like the way Gallo uh, started the rationale by talking about good fit. Um, and I'll see what Campbell's pick is because I'm going to lean along a similar thought pattern in terms of where um, I think he fits and under what system. And I'll tell you why I think he might go there. Let's see what Campbell says, though. Well, with the second overall pick, and since, you know, I'm struggling a little bit with my voice, I think I'll do a visual. Uh, I will say it as well. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Taking your talents. <laughs> Good pick. Yeah. Campbell team uh, chooses the uh, Florida Panthers, the Florida Love Panthers uh, for the blue line. I just, um, it's, it's a team that I think needs a little bit more depth on the blue line. I think that they have all the assets up front, but Ben Sherratt would be such a compliment. Uh, you kind of look at their, their second pairing, they're using Forsling and Gudas. And, and I, I think Sherratt can, can bring in there and they got to squeeze them in, but this is a team that realizes how good they are right now, and you're yeah. going to get a bona fide top four defenseman by bringing Chirot in. I really like Florida uh, and their chances. They, we haven't heard the connection yet, but I think it's there. Well, I'll tell you. You know what? I you know what? I really like the pick because it makes sense to me. Because mm -hmm. I think you know when when I look at you know the past three years, four years of playoff hockey, regardless of how teams got in there, that's not the point I'm trying to make is uh, you watch at this, you look at the level of success uh, high-scoring, fast-paced teams have had, right, without the lack of experience and the lack of depth um, in those moments where maybe you're not going to be in a 6-4 shootout. Maybe what's required of you is a 2-1 game because the refs aren't giving you anything. Hello, Connor McDavid. Mm -hmm. um, I like that because the Florida Panthers are everything that is exciting about the game of hockey. They're just electrifying. They're also, you know, pretty stingy on defense too. But the Sherratt stabilizer to me for a team that is fast and so talented and so dangerous um, makes a lot of sense for it for a team that is really threatening to win the to win the Stanley Cup. And the Canadians yeah, you know, played fast. Just uh, just the Canadians played fast in the playoffs last year, and Sherratt yeah. had no problem keeping up. Yeah. Sorry, Mitch. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that, that, that's fine. The only the only thing I'll I'll really add here is, uh, you look at the potential playoff matchups for uh, the Panthers. 
uh, whether they have to go against Tampa Bay, who they played last year, and that was a really open series that maybe a guy like Sherrod could have helped shut down a team like Tampa Bay, or uh, they could meet up with uh, Toronto if Tampa Bay wins that division and a Florida-Tampa Bay, a Florida-Toronto matchup in the first round. We know how well Ben Sherrod played against the Leafs in round one of last year. A couple other reasons why I like that uh, pick uh, at number two by Sean, and uh, Bet Online has. Uh, the Florida Panthers as the number two most likely team for bench rock to go to plus 300. Yeah. I like that. Um, so let, let's get the ball rolling with the third pick. Uh, the one that probably makes the most sense, the one that's likely to win um, with the third overall selection um, team. Sean star announces Ben Chirac gets acquired by the New York Rangers at the NHL trade deadline. Uh, I mean, doesn't it make sense, fellas? I mean, yes, uh, yes, like one yes, plus one equals yes, Jeff. Yes. Jeff Gordon knows everything about the New York Rangers inside and out. Um, the Martin St. Louis connection to Jeff Gordon, uh, the familiarity with the prospects and the Rangers are pig rich when it comes to prospects. They have an abundance of them. Um, I'll bring it up again. Jeff Gordon knows everybody inside and out that or- organization. And if I'm talking to to Sean about his pick with with the Panthers going at two, the New York Rangers are, uh, can we call them a bit of a surprise team considering where they are in the Eastern Conference in the Metropolitan Division? And lo and behold, this is another young team. I think their average age, one of the youngest teams in the National Hockey League. Doesn't it make sense to have a guy that's recently in the Stanley Cup final, that stay at home, that dad on the blue line? Ben Sherratt to the Rangers makes sense. I uh, I like the pick, Sean. It was actually number two on my uh, rankings that I have here, my little cheat sheet. Um, you know, I think uh, Shesterkin would have a big smile on his face as he has played uh, so well in goal for the Rangers this season. And also, again, I look at their left side, uh, Ryan Lindgren, Patrick Nemeth, uh, Keandre Miller. Keandre Miller, great player, and he's had a, a tremendous season. But I think uh, Sherratt would be a, both an, uh, an upgrade on Lindgren and, huh. and Miller. And the Rangers are a surprising team. Uh, but with where they're at, you know, maybe a little bit ahead of schedule and a very young general manager and Chris Drury, maybe wanting to uh, pull a, pull the trigger to bring in that veteran guy to help get those guys who are going to experience the playoffs for the first time on the same page. Yeah, no, I like I like this. Uh, you said yeah, you had the Rangers number two. They were number two on my list, too. Yeah. I wanted the Panthers, but I wanted the Rangers, too. I'm kind of upset I'm not going to get them. Who was your right. number one, Campbell, if you had the first? Did you go to St. Louis? I, I, I don't have a Blues hat, so it would have been the Panthers. <laughs> right. So you got with number two, your number one choice, so that's nice. And, guys, with the uh, number four pick, my second pick in this uh, Ben Chirot draft on the Post Game Points podcast, uh, I can't let the favorite just sit on the board forever. Uh, so, yeah. you know, the websites know something. Obviously, uh, when they set the lines, they have information that maybe the – Regular better isn't uh, privy to, so I'm going to take the Dallas Stars here. Uh, Sean knows that I've been talking about the Stars for a while. I think they're way better than their record shows. I yeah. think that they have got, got an average goaltending at the beginning of the season, but Ottinger's really figured it out since January. Uh, Sagan's game has turned around. Robertson is one of the best players in the league. Nobody talks about him. Uh, Jamie Benn still needs to get going. Same with Radulov. But those guys, I wouldn't worry in a playoff series. Again, left side of the ice for uh, the Dallas Stars, Lindell, Suter, and Harley. I actually think all three are good. This might be one of those rare situations where Ben Chirot would be asked to play uh, the right side on the blue line. I see him as an upgrade to Joel Hanley, who they're using on uh, their third pairing. Of course, we know uh, Hanley from his time briefly with the Canadians. Uh, but I'll take the favorite and the Dallas Stars. 
Yeah, they're they're an interesting team. I mean, you know, when when I happen to you know watch Dallas, you know, on the occasion that I can watch a late night hockey, especially on the weekend, which is one of my favorite things to do, considering I get up at the ungodly hour, like almost four a.m. Right? Um, they're one of the more interesting teams in the sense that sometimes I'm not sure what their true identity is, and yet you catch them on an off night, they seem unbeatable. They seem that they can go with with anybody, right? Um, and when I think about a trade partner with the Dallas Stars, I mean, do you think right now the Canadians are going to get a first-round pick and something for Ben Chirot? Um, I think yes. I just I don't know how significant the end something uh, will yeah. be. Like, I don't think they're getting a top-tier prospect in a first, but I think they could get a serviceable, you know, mm-hmm. B-minus level prospect in a first. Right. Because it I, seems like, yeah. I mean, everyone's talking about how, you know, the asking price. I, I, I'm, I would love to be a fly on the wall, Sean, to know what it is because everyone, all the yeah. insiders that we respect and are credible are also, well, the ask is, is way too much. I mean, a first and a B-level prospect, I think that would get it done. Yeah, is it or is it just a, another pick? And maybe, they, you right. know, a lot of teams right mm-hmm. now are trying to hold on to those 2023 picks because it's a, it's a stronger draft. And, and the Canadians have enough picks, let's be honest. They have 12 in the 2022, and they're going to get more. And maybe the offer is, hey, we'll take your first round next year, not this year. Uh, so maybe that's something that you could get if if that's if it's just going to be a first round pick. I like your uh, pick of the stars. Um, I'm going to go uh, with the rumors for the next pick uh, yeah. because he was uh, tied to the Calgary Flames and that Toffoli deal. And it looked like it was very close. I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames with my next mm. pick. I, I think you can you look at Shillington there, Zadorov, And I like your point. Sherrod can play both sides. I think uh, the Flames need a little more depth in their top four. I, I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames. Yeah, Sherrod, Daryl Sutter, hockey, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, I mean, they're so good too. I mean, already. I mean, you, especially at at home this season, they went on this incredible, incredible run in the second half, and everything about Calgary. I mean. I know, Mitch, I, I saw, I mean, you're not really, I think if we're doing a buyer-seller game, you might be selling on Calgary. I don't want to speak for you, but that, I, I got that impression. Am I right? Yeah, no, you're right. I, I think they're good. I just think they're slightly overrated at this time. And everyone always takes that when you say a team is overrated to, to, as if you think they're bad. I don't think they're bad. I just, I, I don't think they're as good as some of the other teams in the league. That's all. Yeah. Oh. I also like my odds at plus 600. Yeah, that's nice. Fans. And, yeah. you, you know, um, Chirac definitely, Sean, like you talk about that blue line. I think in a playoff series, if I'm Calgary, I'd be uh, very worried about Goodbranson and Zadorov, uh, like out there in a, in a playoff series against Colorado's top line. Like that would mm-hmm. really scare me. Uh, but if you could bring in Ben Chirac, like I, I like, I like uh, Shillington, who you mentioned, but you know, Chirac makes that team a lot better. They don't have the first pick. That That's, mm-hmm. that, that's 20, the thing 20, that. 2023, 2023. That's you, right, you start right. start grab a pick for next year. That's that's I yeah, think or you're talking or you're play. talking top prospects that were drafted in the first round, yeah. right? Go down that depth chart. Yeah, they have a couple in the AHL in Stockton right now that uh, yeah. uh like uh Jacob Pelche. I think that if if you're able to steal right. that, good for you. So yeah, I like the I like the flames here. Are you ready for my pick? We are. Let's go. Hold on to your hat, Campbell. Because there's a hurricane in town. <laughs> I just came up with that like right now. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you have the general manager 
coming out and saying we're short defensemen. We need defensemen. Hello, hmm. Kent Hughes. Hello, Kent Hughes. Uh, ben Sherrod is available. I mean, for years, haven't we known the Carolina Hurricanes to be pig-rich in defense uh, with so many prospects that they could afford to keep them in the minor leagues before ultimately graduating them? Uh, some did not ultimately to the National Hockey League. But if we're again, in the context, and it seems like we're obviously doing all the cherry-picking of the teams that are preparing, right? This is what we're doing here. They are preparing to win the Stanley Cup this year. I think that's the trend for, for some of the picks that we've made, if not all of the picks. And the Carolina Hurricanes are no different, and they have their general manager going on national radio networks talking about how they need defensemen. They are short defensemen. So it makes sense. And, and again, the devil you know, right? I mean, the Carolina Hurricanes know the dirty laundry of the Montreal Canadiens and vice versa. So I like, I like relationships because business can get done that way. I, I like Carolina to get Kulak more than Sherrod. You think so? Kulak? Yeah. He'd, yeah. he'd be perfect for Carolina. Oh, Carolina, I mean, the cap space. Carolina, I was looking at cap friendlies, caps. Uh, they don't have a ton of cap space. They're, they would have to move. It would, you know, they, would, they would have to do some maneuvering in order to get yeah. that Ben Sherrod cap in there because they don't have enough of it. Like if the deal were to be struck now, it's not a one-for-one. One. They have to move pieces to get them there first. I, uh, you know, I, I, I like the pick just because he would fit in great with uh, with the Hurricanes, and they are a legit uh, Stanley Cup contender. Yes. And also, I'll say a good thing that Mark Bergevin is no longer the GM, because if he was, I may have uh, ridiculed your pick, uh, Star, but with Kent Hughes <laughs> yeah. there, yeah. maybe not so worried about well, that. All right, uh, guys, uh, with uh, my third pick in uh, the Bench Rock draft, I'm going to go back to my original strategy and, and trying to pick teams that I think uh, he could be a good fit on and play well with that team. And I don't believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think Sean tracks this stuff more than, than I do. Uh, the Canadians and Boston Bruins haven't made a trade since the Eric Weinrich uh, deal 20 wow. years ago. Wow. That's the last time we saw a trade between Boston and uh, and Montreal. And, of course, you go back to the relationships uh, Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon have and the ties they have to that uh, organization. Uh, so with my third pick, I'm going to go with uh, Boston guys. I think, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to look at that side on the fence. Grizzlick's been hurt. Uh, yeah. Mike Riley, we know of, and uh, he can either be really good or really, 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 really bad. And then uh, Forbort, I think they were expecting more when they brought him in during free agency and hasn't really been good enough. Uh, I like them on the right side, uh, but on the left, mm -hmm. I think they could use an upgrade. And Benchrot just seems like a guy who'd fit in well playing the Bruins uh, style and I think Boston fans would love them too. So I'm going to go with uh, the Boston great. Bruins with that pick. I know Boston's been trying to like get land Ben Sherrod for a little bit. It always seems like even before Ben Sherrod was a Canadian, there seemed to be like rumors of Ben Sherrod with Boston. And you talk about the lack of depth, and that's, I think that's the that's the beauty, and that's what gives I think some Canadian fans hope, despite the fact that some are talking about the lack of uh, of high interest in Ben Sherrod that are willing anyway to give up a first round pick that. Uh, bench rod's versatility to to uh, your earlier point that he could play the right or the left side but if boston's looking at depth on the left side i don't know i mean their uh, their cupboards are a bit bare though prospect wise right it's not like they're uh, uh they're ready to uh, to give up uh, what some are hoping might be a a first rounder and a b-level prospect shot for for bench rod yeah, I, I look at Boston and I see the connection. I see Kent Hughes and Gordon. I see the connection. Uh, I see the odds. Yeah, but I wrote down all these teams. I didn't write the Bruins because it's the Habs and the Bruins. I didn't write them down. I wasn't taking them. I, I see the connection, Mitch. 
but I wasn't taking them. That's and it was, right. yeah, and it's and it's because of the past. And I know that it's a new organization, and they could easily make a trade tomorrow. I just, I'm sticking with that. You, um, you know, like there's part of me that that thinks like I get the impression that Ken Hughes is a stone cold uh, assassin when it comes to business. Yeah. But I mean, he's made some some you know a couple of moves. I mean, the to, to Foley to Calgary, I wouldn't classify as yeah. a minor move, but um, hard to think that you know he would he would quickly deal with. I mean, yeah, I guess they're still the nemesis of the Montreal Canadiens. It, it, it's hard to envision this this brand dealing with Boston in a major deal, even though he's a UFA adventure on. Yeah, on that note, I'll take the Leafs. Oh, you son of a plus one thousand. I'll take yeah. the Leafs. Yeah, why give not? Me the Leafs. I think you guys know why they 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 could use them. Yep. If they can get Mark Andre Fleury. Um, they're going to need a stay-at-home defenseman. If they can't get that goalie upgrade, everybody thinks that they need. We'll see if Jack can I mean, Gallo, I mean, Mitch Marner has got three hat-tricks this season. He's got 43 goals. I mean, he's going to, I don't know, have to score a hat-trick almost every other game to get out of the first round of the playoffs for the first time in his career. So if they don't get a goalie upgrade, maybe venture out to the answer. Yeah, uh, another situation where he'd likely have to play on the right side. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I took Dallas, even though that was the case, because – the Leafs are actually good on that side with um, Riley, Brody, and Muzzin. Muzzin, mm-hmm. I realize his his health is a bit of a question uh, mark right now, and I also know that uh, you know Brody uh, plays a lot uh, on the right on that pairing with uh, with Riley. I, I think it's a good fit. Uh, I think Stars right that uh, goaltending might be a bigger priority uh, for Toronto, no matter what Kyle uh, Dubis uh, might say. And uh, yeah. the other thing, uh, Sean. With the pick, uh, yeah. good fit for the uh, player and team. I just don't know what the Leafs are going to be willing to part with um, when it comes to a, a big yeah. trade uh, to land a player like Sherratt because they gave up their first last year. They gave up their first in the uh, Patrick Marlowe deal to get rid of that contract to Carolina. Uh, you know, maybe you're looking at a top prospect instead to make that work. Even 2023, that, I think... 2023, just get your first round pick in 2023. Yeah. I don't know if the Canadians will want to do that, but uh, mm. anyways, uh, I, I, I definitely see a fit. I just think it's a little bit further down on my list. That's all. Uh, I'm going to go to the Western conference. I'm going to go with uh, we talked about this guy already. Uh, Mitch Gallo was ready to make fun of me. Uh, he's no longer in charge of the Montreal Canadiens, but uh, he's helping own the front office of the LA Kings. Uh, it's your second place team in the Pacific Division. Uh, they're on a bit of a heater. I, I really like uh, what I see from the LA Kings. We're talking about depth, the team that is surprising, the team that will be a tough out. Uh, ben Sherrod, I think, belongs on a team that will be tenacious and a tough out. Uh, that's, I think, Ben Sherrod's wheelhouse as far as maximizing uh, what you're going to get from this guy, especially if you're going to liquidate an asset plus something else. Uh, so uh, lock me in, everybody. L.A. Kings. L.A. Noted. Uh, they were on my list. I have two more picks. I'm eyeing two teams. What about and... that uh, Mark Bergevin connection with the Kings? Yeah, that's yeah. why, I, again, I'm, I'm, consi- I'm trying to be consistent. I like relationships. If, 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 if they're picking Mark Bergevin's brain about what this team lacks and who they could get and knowing how John Sedgwick likes to negotiate, who knows John Sedgwick better than his golfing buddy? They only played golf together, gentlemen. I saw them all the time. I used to text my friends, no trades today, boys. They're playing 18 <laughs> holes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like uh, I like Petrie maybe in the offseason, Tele. In the offseason. Petrie maybe. Yeah, wait, I like Petrie off the Canadians. 
ASAP. Yep. Give me odds. Give me odds on that. I'm with you. I'm with we'll you there. I am not a Petrie guy at all. All right. Uh, so that brings us to, uh, guys, the rapid fire. We don't have to elaborate uh, tremendously on our final two picks here because we are in uh, the area where it's uh, less likely that he goes to uh, one of these teams, but we'll continue on and finish off uh, the board uh, that Dave Trent to do is so kindly uh, put together for us. Um, with my uh, fourth pick uh, in this draft, guys, I'll go with uh, Colorado. Okay. I will go with Minnesota Wild. You know, they have John Merrill. Let's, he's playing great this year, but yeah. Schwartz yeah. better. Let's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins for me. Put him on oh, the list. I wanted yeah. them. I wanted them. I, wanted to, I even wanted to mention them earlier, but um, I kind of, you know, you debate with yourself mm. in, in, in drafts like this, right? <laughs> and uh, so this will be my uh, final pick. I'll go with the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. All right. Give me uh, Tampa. I wanted Pittsburgh, but I'll take really, Tampa. Eh? I wanted Pittsburgh too in this spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh's going to do something. They really, really are. I'm going, I was thinking BJs or Preds. Mm. Nashville. Mm. I'm surprised Washington Here's, didn't get picked. Yeah. Right. Washington is a team I'm surprised didn't get picked. And the other one is uh, Vegas. You know, they're always rumored for everybody. I know. And uh, none of us go with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. So, so, uh, so what happens if we all lose? All right. So here's what I want to do. Um, we are going to have to throw it out on Twitter for suggestions. All right. Either the winner can get something or the two losers can uh, have a punishment. Uh, we'll take the best four on Twitter and then have a, 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 a poll to finish off the voting. Yeah. And then that will be the, uh, mm. the end game here. Because every do some, like, every uh, good has to have an end some, game. Some hot ones. Eat some hot ones. Or say, eat some, some hot wings. Some punishment by eating some hot wings or something. Mm. Yeah. Ken, 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 Ken will be too happy with that. Cunningham's hot wings. I want to lose. So, sir, what, what do we have going on here with the uh, three horsemen? Uh, yeah, so it's going to be an interesting project that we're going to uh, be taking underway with the three of us. So you can expect uh, some more insights mm -hmm. and hopefully some hot takes some winners, uh, hopefully a few losers and uh, uh, lots of interesting, as I mentioned earlier, if you've been with us all this time, thank you, by the way. Uh, the fact that uh, we have some uh, some surprises that I think you're going to like if you enjoy entertaining yourself um, with a little side wager here or there while watching some sports. Oh, I can't wait. And uh, thanks again for uh, Tua, betonline.ag, for jumping on. Uh, promo code is active now, Horseman, uh, at betonline for your 100% uh, match. Giddy up. Giddy, Giddy up. up. And uh, thank you to everybody who took the uh, time to listen today to the Post Game Pints uh, podcast. As uh, usual, don't forget, click, listen, subscribe. Uh, we appreciate all your comments. We're going to throw out the uh, the possibilities for the uh, end game of uh, this bet between the three of us. And uh, again, episode 100, Sean. Uh, I can't wait to do 100 more. I just hope I sound better at 200. <laughs> uh, but 101 would be good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Later.